Hey guys, this is Mandy, and I enjoy a scalp massage. <laughs> How often do you enjoy these scalp massages? Uh, at the very least, however many times I wash my hair, and then add two more to that. Okay, you don't mean like you go out and get scalp massages. You mean self-inflicted. From strangers? <laughs> <laughs> Wherever your masseuse is. This is a long intro. I do okay. not have a personal masseuse. You live in a very, uh... I didn't say I had one. <laughs> it's been so far. You think I'm rich. <laughs> Y'all, I only think I got money. <laughs> Welcome to our long intro. <laughs> All right, let me do my. Hi guys. Thanks. 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 Done during my intro. Great. It'll be great for the I'm keeping all of this. I'll let you finish. Is you finished or is you done? I'm done. Okay. Why don't you mute yourself? There we go. Hi guys, this is Ollie, and I like taking tests. Standardized tests, quizzes, red fish, blue fish, one, two, three, A, B, C, E, all of the above. I really enjoy taking tests. And this is the Mandy and Ollie podcast. You search for guys with the most things. Daddy ran away and left your mama with the keys to the Mustang. Yeah, keys to the Mustang. So, Mandy, how are you doing on this fine evening, actually? Oh, we telling them what time of day it is? That's crazy. Well, usually, usually oh. we say day, and it's technically not day. It's evening now, so just what yeah. I Yeah, wait till daylight savings come. It's going to be evening for real, for real. Oh, uh, because <laughs> that's going to be down and everything. I'm all right. I'm very excited. Because I'm about to have the day off tomorrow, but it's not like a regular day off like the weekend where you're like, oh, it's my day off. It's like, no, this is my day off that I've taken for myself personally. It's basically a personal day, and I'm going to try and do things that I enjoy, including going to that restaurant that we were trying to go to that one time, but it was ridiculously packed. Mm-hmm. You know what's so weird to me is that there's some other person I follow in the city, and they're at that restaurant at least three times a week sitting at a table without a problem. And I'm just like, you <laughs> must get there hecker early or you must know somebody who works there because it makes no sense. It makes no sense. So I hope you get there. Are you getting there hecker early or do you have a, a plug, as the young folks say? <laughs> I will be there early. I'm going to be there uh, between lunch and happy hour. So I'm assuming no one will be up in there. Okay. Well, I don't know if this will air by then, but if so, you guys might be able to catch uh, Mandy at a, a special secret restaurant. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> are you Are you Mandy from the MNL podcast? Who sent you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Okay, so what do you have planned? For tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Well, finally, when you were talking about getting a personal masseur, I do hope to plan to get a massage. So fingers crossed to do that. And then um, eat that that lunch, dinner, happy hour. I don't know, I'm, t- I'm planning to be in there for a while. Like, I'm not just going to swiftly eat my meal. Like, I'm going to collect dust up in there. It's good, real comfortable. And then sit outside and read. <laughs> like, just do what makes me happy. But, like, outside in a shaded area, you know? Yeah, I get it. That sounds fun. Yeah. Okie dokie. You never take little days? I say it like I always do, but just wonder. Uh-huh. <laughs> Since my schedule is so flexible, I probably should be more admin about it. I try to just kind of fit into my daily schedule, but no. The last personal day I took was when I went out of town, and even then I was still working, so no. Yeah. <laughs> nah, this is, like, even specifically one of my coworkers, because I had to let them know that I would be off. Um, well, this person in particular, I didn't tell everybody. 
Um, so they were like, oh, are you going on a trip, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I just need a day off, so I'm taking it. And he was like, oh, okay, I understand. I'm like, yep, didn't care if you didn't. Not that I dislike him, but I'm just like, you know, even if you didn't understand, it doesn't matter because it's my PTO and I will be taking it. Right. So do you have any updates to provide for the listeners? I do have a couple updates. Firstly, I wanted to give clarification to something I said at some point. I don't fully remember if it was last episode or the episode before. Um, I said a little something in regards to me, the whole me adopting thing, and I said my family wasn't completely supportive. And so I wanted to give clarification that it's not like my whole family is against me. (laughs) Um, Just in case people be like, dang, that really sucks. Mandy's family hates her for trying to adopt. It's not that. Um, I just had like some certain family members that have said things where I'm just like, that's really not cool. And then um, family members that are basically supportive once, you know, like once someone starts to point at the cracks in something, other people are like, oh, yeah, those are cracks. That's how I felt. So it's like even family that was like cool about it before, like, yeah, there's a crack on your iPhone, but I'm not going to say anything if you're not going to say anything. And then here comes the outside person. You got a crack on your iPhone. And then they're like, yeah. And the the screen be going black sometimes too. And I'm just like, why is everybody ganging up on me? So that's how I felt. <laughs> but I just wanted to give the clarification that my family is um, as supportive as they feel like they can be. Cool to you. That's not all of my updates, though. Also, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I feel like I'm dead. No way. I have more. Um, in terms of the working out, I did that. I did what I would call a hike recently. Um, okay. And I didn't make it to the, the end point of the hike destination because I'm unhealthy unhealthier than I thought I was. (laughs) So I thought I was going to make it to the end. And then I got to maybe what was the halfway point. I don't know if it was the halfway point because, like I said, I didn't make it to the end. And the person I was with was like, yeah, I'm going to just let either we're going to wait until you're good and then we're going to go to the end and stop or I'm just going to leave you here and then I'm going to go to the end and come back and pick you up here. And I was like, no, you go ahead and I will meet you when I meet you and they're like, no, because when I get to the end, I'm going to want to come back because it's been taking us so long because we've had to stop every eight seconds for you. And I'm like, mm-hmm, I hear what you're saying. You keep going and I'll try not to die on the way and need emergency services and then I'll meet you when you come back. And they, they were like, you're not going to do that, so I'll just see you here. And I was like, I'm going to show you after, you know, five minutes of still sitting there. I was like, I'm going to keep going. And then I did, and they warned me. They were like, we're going to, we're not even at the steep part yet. And then I had to do the steep part by myself. And I was like, oh, crap. Okay, let's keep doing this. And then I did it, and then I got a little bit further and higher up. And then I saw them coming back, so then I was like, all right, well, at least I got over that steep part. Because <laughs> they thought I was just going to stay in the little uh, hook. Not hook, nook. The place where the benches were. I don't know. (laughs) And I was like, I showed you. I kept going. And then uh, we went back home. So it re-solidified for me that I am not great at self-motivation because I wouldn't have even gone if they weren't there. And I'm uh, not great at working out because I hate it and my body hates it too. But then... I went on another walk, and I probably should have taken the trail, but I didn't. The trail is by my home. I was like, I'm going to walk on the street. And then I was like, I I appreciated walking on the street because the trail that's by my house is very wooded, and I don't like bugs. Um, But also, it's not lit. So if I had to, if I didn't get home before dark, even though I ended up doing so, at least on the street, I would, you know, there'd be street lights and people with their car lights and stuff like that. But then there were men ogling me and looking really tempted to stop and either catcall or snatch me up. And I was just oh, like, hmm, no. 
That's just so, it's so weird because I can tell in their eyes, they probably don't realize how creepy they look, you know? Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. There, just because a woman is walking down the street, you don't look at her like a platter of steaks or if you're vegan, like, you know, whatever your favorite dish is. And you don't look at her like, mm, mouth-watering. Like, literally with <laughs> looking like your head's hanging out the window, even when you're the driver. It's just weird. Um, so, yeah, I worked out twice. I said all that to say. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Good update. <laughs> so, for my updates, I just want to let you all know that my physical calendar that I see on the door every time I leave and coming to my place of residence still has September 2019 and all of those subsequent events. And that's all I will let you all know about my updates. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> what well, event? That's all I'm going to let you know, so. I do have some questions. <laughs> what are your goals looking like? Um, well, you gave me an update kind of in regards to, like, your working out goals or anything, but do you have anything that you want to finish or accomplish before 2019 is over? We have about three months. For physically? No, just anything. Like, any one specific oh, goal. Um, well, like I talked about before, I'm doing the organize. Oh, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I do have another update to get. Okay. And I just remember because of the the organized October and the no spend November. So I've also been doing kind of like a no spend week. <laughs> Even when I write stuff down, it's like I always forget to write certain things down. Um, and I've been telling people about this all week, so I don't know how I forgot it. But um, I've been doing a no spend week this week because one of my overall goals that I've had even way before this podcast was to pay off my car in three years and I did that last week and I did it earlier than payday so I thank thank you congratulations thank you it feels even more Yeah, it feels even more, like, special because, oh, wait, sorry, I just wanted to add this thing. My loan or the lease or whatever it's called was for four years. So I paid my car early. I paid it off for three years. And I'm just like, yeah, that was what I wanted. I wanted a three-year lease, but they was like, giving me a super high um, not down payment, what's it called? Monthly. And I was like, nah, I don't want to pay that every month. I'll just figure it out. I'll just When I got extra, I'll pay extra. And when I don't, I know that I got it covered because I can afford that one. And then things came together and I was able to pay off my car. So I was really excited. And I'm really looking forward to tomorrow being payday because I ain't been able to spend stuff because I had to pay. I paid it off early so that I wouldn't have any more interest. But then that was like, you know, my walking around money, as they say, my pocket money. Spent my pocket money paying off my car early. So, yep. Nice. So some of my goals for 2020 include taking a few more trips, and I've already planned out two of those. One will be a convention that I'm going to in June of 2020, and one will be a girls trip kind of that I should be doing in March of 2020 so I'm excited for that and if our girls trip ever gets finalized that'll also happen in January so that's my goal one of my goals for 2020 is to plan and execute these plans for these trips yeah now that I've gotten rid of an expense and I plan like I say to do the no spend November I really feel like I can spend that money slash time thinking about this girl's trip. Nice. I like that. I, that that'll help, <laughs> hopefully. We'll see if it happens, though. Oh. <laughs> Do your best. <laughs> All right. Do you have an entry for This is a Safe Space? I do. And it makes me think about what you said in your intro 
about how good you are at taking tests. Okay. My entry for This is a Safe Space is that I don't want to be viewed or judged as smart anymore. Okay. Please elaborate. (laughs) Okay. When I was growing up, people told me I was smart. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there were expectations Mm -hmm. that came from that and Mm -hmm. pressures and all kinds of stuff. And I felt like not only did I feel like I'm smart enough, like I'm not that smart, but I also feel like I didn't fit in the genres or ideas of, like, smart people. So, like, I never felt like I was super nerdy. I wasn't, like, into robotics. I wasn't a math whiz. I didn't have some sort of Albert Einstein moments. I never felt like I was geeky enough. I wasn't, like, into comic books for real. Like, I like all these things enough. Like, I'm a – I have, like, maybe a corner – of each little classification, but I wouldn't be in any of these groups. I wasn't a band geek. I didn't um, play video games. I didn't collect Pokemon cards, none of that stuff. Mm. And I didn't feel like I was super smart in any one area. Like, even though I like to read, I wasn't a super literary buff that was quoting all the different great American novelists or British writers, like I didn't memorize things, I never had a photographic memory. It was just a label someone put on me and then I had to be like, well, I guess I got to get A's now. And Mm -hmm. while I still enjoy things like going to museums or learning new facts, or like I said, I still love reading, it feels like a lot of times like there's still supposed to be some sort of proof in it. Like someone sees you read like, oh, you're a reader? What are you reading next? I'm reading this. And I'm just like, girl, I'm out here reading romance novels. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> I Or if I say I want to go to a me- like if I were to go to a museum, sometimes I'm just like, okay, I wanted to go to see this one exhibit, but I don't actually care about the history of any of these things, whether it's a science museum or an art museum or any of that. I'm just like, I like to enjoy things. And I feel like when you have this label of being smart, you can't fully enjoy things. And then you're especially looked at as smart if you don't do other things that, I guess, not non-smart people do, but just, like, average people do. Like, I'm not really into sports, so I can't even just be like, well, I'm a sportsy type of girl or I'm an active person. We just talked about how I'm terrible at being active. So it's just like I don't have an alternative, (laughs) but I'm like, that's fine. Like, I just want to be someone that likes things. Like, these are the things that I like. And you will expect almost nothing of me because there's nothing special about me and nothing significant about me. So that way I can just enjoy my thing and you won't put any pressure on it. Mm. Ooh, that was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And I agree with every single point you made. I also, growing up, was told that I was smart, advanced, I could skip a grade, ABCDFG, Discovery, Magnet, Theme Schools, all that good stuff. And it definitely put expectations on me that, honestly, I felt weren't even put on my family members, my siblings. I distinct. I have a really good memory, especially growing up. I distinctively recall bringing home a B one time, and my dad went off. And my older brother brought home, like, a D or C minus in math, and they gave him a car within the same month. And I was very confused. Mm-hmm. Even as a young person who couldn't process everything, <laughs> I was very, very confused. And even one of the schools, my elementary school, they even made it more competitive. So they had different honor rolls and stuff like that. But it wasn't like, here's the A honor roll. It would be, if you made a 96 through a 100, you're on the A-plus honor roll. If you made a 93 through a 95, you're on the A honor roll. A 89 through a 92 A minus honor roll. So it was very competitive in that way. And I was expected, especially if you're in Discovery or you like to read, you like to do all this stuff, you're expected to bring on these high grades all the time. And also, 
at least for me, when I was labeled as a smart person, not necessarily a prodigy, but someone who could handle things themselves, like my parents and other people were like, oh, you got this. You don't. You kind of don't need my help on this project. You don't need my help on this homework. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you don't know how to do this? And I'm just like, um, <laughs> just because I'm quote-unquote smart doesn't mean I know how to do everything or that I still don't need your help or support in my homework. So it's tough. It's tough putting those expectations on kids. These are still kids. Whether they're geniuses or a little bit smart or need a little bit of help or need a lot of help, they're still kids. So Whew, Chile. I would agree with the sentiment of maybe not wanting those expectations. I still like to be, if it's something that I want to do or I want to help out with, then great. Yeah, I like to be the smart person in the room or in whatever facility it is. But I also don't like to be the person that kind of coddles. I've had a couple of those situations happen where I alerted people to information and they kept asking me additional questions, and I'm just like, here's the source. You can figure it out yourself if you go to the source here, or mm-hmm. I'm, just giving, I'm just passing you along information. And here's the link, here's the website, here's the title, here's everything, and yet you're asking me more questions when you can take the initiative to go look yourself. And sometimes when I respond in that way, because I've been less kind about it, I've been very formal about it, I'm taken as, oh, excuse me for asking. That's the response I get. And I'm like, yes, excuse you, because <laughs> you you can figure this all out on yourself, but instead of making the effort, you're coming to me. You have the same resources and tools that I do. <sighs> I think I'm venting a little bit, so I'm going to backtrack and say I also... <laughs> Don't always want to be the smartest person in the room. <laughs> or label um, that. And another, yeah, and another issue I had with that label is, like, I guess that's one of the first ones that I got. So mm-hmm. especially when I was growing up, I felt like I was a creative person as well. Like, there were so many things that I ex- felt like I had interest in and also untapped talent in. And if that had been coddled or influenced or encouraged the same way me doing a bunch of extra random homework had been, then I feel like I also could have been very skilled in those things. And that was the thing I was actually interested in. So who knows like where my professional situation would be now, but I always like to draw. I always like to sing. I always like to write. I always like to do dance. I like to do all these other things. And my dad in particular would take those things away from me if he felt like I wasn't, like you said, performing at the level that he felt like I should education-wise. Never at any point doing badly, but not doing the most exceptional well that I could have because some random person said I was smart. And I'm like... I look at it now, look back at it now, and I'm like, how come nobody ever told my parents I was creative or talented? Because mm-hmm. maybe they would have encouraged that. But like, it's just super annoying. And I, I've had the conversation with them about it um, because I do feel like they encourage another one of my siblings. They talk about like all of the things that he accomplishes creatively, and I'm just like. Well, I was always creative, and now I feel like I've lost a lot of that just, like, drive to do those things because it was never encouraged. Yep, yep. And they're like, well, we thought, and I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I don't blame you. (laughs) Like, I don't think you did a terrible job at parenting. I just, it makes me feel even worse now to see you be encouraging about one of your children being creative because I never got that. Right. So I could just be salty, but right. that's how I feel. Yeah, and it's it's difficult, at least for me, when you do have siblings to compare it to, where you're like, well, this one's getting treated this way, this one's getting treated this way, why am I getting treated this way? <laughs> it's kind of just, it's a bit frustrating, even in my family. So I have two siblings, I have two brothers, and we all thought that we got treated like the golden child. My older brother thinks that, um, his two younger siblings got treated that way. I feel like my older brother could do no wrong. He was the firstborn. And my younger brother, they were too tired or too lazy or whatever to discipline him the right way. And my younger brother feels like we got everything we wanted. And I'm just like, I saw, like, 
objectively, and I know this sounds subjective because I'm in it and I'm their sister, but I'm like, <laughs> ain't no way y'all got treated the way y'all are saying y'all got treated. Like, I would be outside of myself looking at situations like, ain't this a B-I-T-C-A-T? <laughs> <laughs> so, ain't no way. <sighs> I can't look at it in any sort of objective way because I don't know what the experience was oh, like yeah. for my siblings growing up because they're so much older than me. So I can't be like, mom and dad did X, Y, and Z for you. I'm just like, I have no idea what happened. Or, <laughs> but what I know is now the results of like, again, it's still an expectation that comes with it. Like not only are you encouraging of my other sibling being creative, but then you also certain things that they're just as capable of doing, you don't ask them to do for you. Mm-hmm. And you ask me to do it for you. Like if they need help on the computer or something that's like organized, mm-hmm. like, again, it feels like in my opinion, they associate it with, well, someone said you were smart, so you should be able to do this thing. And I'm just like, right. um, <laughs> your other children are also very much capable and they are also smart. It's just nobody told you that when they were five years old. So you don't have it ingrained in your head now, but you know, everybody's smart at different things, blah, 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 yada, yada. We all have gifts. My point is that <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I'm just like, yeah, don't, if so, I'm just going to act like, you know, I'm just a regular old somebody with no special talents or whatever. <laughs> and then hopefully in my own little home, I'll be creating um, the next best app, writing the next big novel, creating a beautiful masterpiece, solving cancer, doing all this stuff, and then you know, when I die, I'll let people know. And they can be like, wow, she's really smart because I don't want to hear it no more for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) I think you've earned that. I think we both have, but I do think you've earned that right. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. What's your this is this? All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm introing myself. So I have one thing I want to talk about, which is like a sleeping position, but I just saw something out the corner of my eye and it just grinded my gear. So it's my new safe space topic. Mm, So as as I've discussed in previous episodes, I am frugal. I like coupons. I like discounting. I can go on the hunt for clearance. Like that's who I am. So every time I get food coupons in the mail, there is this one restaurant, and I never understood the name. I went there once before, before I realized where I was eating and actually was a patron, and I never went again. The name of this restaurant is Soup Plantation. And (laughs) just to be on my P's and Q's, the definition of plantation is an estate on which crops such as coffee, sugar, and tobacco, are cultivated by resident labor. Now, Mandy, I have a question for you. Have you ever heard of anybody growing soup? (laughs) Nah, I'm a soup connoisseur, (laughs) but they don't grow it. We talked about that, too. Have you ever heard of anybody planting soup? Planting soup. Nope. Nope, nope. All right. not planting. Okay, thank you. So by definition of the word plantation, I personally don't feel like soup plantation goes together. Now, that's just the definition of the word plantation. In regards to slave plantations, these are defined as large farms in the colonies that use enforced labors of slaves to harvest cotton, rice, indigo, sugar, tobacco, and other farm produce for trade and export. Mandy, out of that list I just said, did you hear me say that they were harvesting soup? Nope. Nope. Okay. So it bothers me, first of all, that this they someone, the a panel of people, a board of directors, whomever stockholders decided that soup plantation was going to be the name for this chain restaurant. This isn't just some hunky dory hole in the wall restaurant. This is a chain restaurant and no one has an issue with it. You go in there, you go in line, it's like what do you call that? The um, what's it starts with the G? Go, it's like Golden Corral without all the good food. Buffet. You go in there. Yeah, thank you. It's like Golden Corral buffet <laughs> without all the good food. You get in line, you make you a nice little salad, and then they have these dried pastas and whatnot and some soups, and then you go to your table and sit down. 
So, first of all, <laughs> don't like the name. Don't appreciate the food that they serve. And three, I don't understand why they keep sending me coupons. And I'll look down and I'll be like, oh, that's a good deal. And then I'll look at where it's at and then I'm heated because I'm like, I can't use this. I can't use this. So why are y'all sending me this stuff? So that's uh, my this is safe space. I don't understand the name. I don't appreciate the name. And I will never again be a patron for this restaurant. Soup Plantation. I have never been to Soup Plantation. And don't plan on, on uh, attending. And it's for the same reason. It's just very um, polarizing. Let me just see. Let me just check to see yeah, when Soup Plantation mm-hmm. was, when it was created, or something. when it was established. Because I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. in what state of mind and structure were you mm-hmm. in when you the owner decided to name it Soup Plantation. Because the reality is, even though slave plantations ended in theory, you know, during Mm -hmm. slavery, um, plantations of the concept didn't really end to probably what, what's that thing called? Sharecropping days? So maybe like the 40s? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like it really ended around the time of World War II because a lot of people had to go to war. And then after that, they were like, industrial complexes or whatever. (laughs) The first soup plantation opened in 1978 in California. I didn't know if you were looking for the year or not. They also go by sweet tomatoes, which is what a lot of the ones in my area seem to be called. So it does seem like at some point someone had the idea to change the name. But some areas were like, we're going to keep it. Kind of like Hardee's and Carl's Jr. and um, Checkers and Rallies. <laughs> kind of. But neither of those sound offensive. Checkers Plantation or Hardy uh-huh. Hard Plantation. Yep. <laughs> yep. Kind of like that. So if anyone's listening and you have any say so, I think you all should rename the company or maybe you should all go by sweet tomatoes or i see that it's owned by garden fresh restaurant corporation why not call it garden fresh why are y'all so gung-ho about keeping this name (sighs) that's all (laughs) (laughs) so you gotta wait (laughs) yep that's what i was gonna ask (laughs) i was gonna ask you that but i also see that in 2016 they filed for bankruptcy (laughs) So I don't even know how they made it out of their bankruptcy. To my understanding, bankruptcy is just telling the courts, I don't have any money. So they wipe your credit and wipe your debts clean and allow you to start over. I feel like that's the blanket term for bankruptcy that I get. Like it gets this negative connotation, but I hear like about other communities filing bankruptcy all the time and it being fine. It's like, oh, I'm just restarting my life, restarting my business. But when other communities file for it, it's a something to be shunned or, oh, they didn't do something right. Yeah, it is saying you, well, you file and I suppose if you're approved, then you don't have to, your debt is cleared, but in theory you still have to have enough money to kind of, if you're trying to keep your business open, figure out ways to save money. So a lot of times with businesses, they close down locations keep maybe the locations that are still profitable up and then try to rebuild from there. But if you really bankrupt, bankrupt, I'm just like, no, you can't restart. You're just done. There's no more soup plantation. But they were able to survive, so maybe it's because of all the coupons they've been sending out. (laughs) Maybe, but I'm not using them. So what's on your plate for today, Mandy? Uh, I was going to ask you first. I have a lot of little random stuff. It's more like a bunch of side items. Okay, tapas. We're having a tapas episode. Okay. Okay. Um, I had an encounter that made me think about the Greek alphabet hmm. and uh, the Roman numerals and how they are heavily used I feel like in our modern life, despite the fact that they are obsolete uh, languages and alphabet texts, um, I was out. Numerals on the daily. Uh, football. I don't know. That's a yeah. commonplace. I feel like I see it. All right. And then when people are like the second and the third and the fifth or whatever, 
for their namesakes. And where else do I see it? That's all I can think of right now. Well, I just mean like the fact that they're still used in any capacity, considering they are an ancient language. But particularly with the Greek alphabet, I was out, and this guy thought that the best pickup line for him is continuously telling me that he is an alpha male. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, I've got questions. Okay. <laughs> what are your questions? I have questions. Excuse me. I'm so excited already. Where were you when this encounter happened? I was at a local bar that has a lot of video games. Like, that's their stick. Okay. Is, okay. Is having video games. And did he approach you with his name, followed by, by the way, I'm an alpha male? Like, how did that go? <laughs> oh, no. We spent quite some time together, had a break, spent some more time together. He asked me for my number, and then I, and this whole time from the very beginning, he put said I'm an alpha male throughout. And then after he asked me my number, I was like, shouldn't I know your name? Shouldn't you ask me my name? Mm-hmm. But that wasn't a priority to him, you know, asking <laughs> the names. The priority was making sure that I knew that he was an alpha male. Oh, my goodness. All right. And this wasn't in the context of I pledge to be an alpha and I am in the brotherhood. This was an I'm an alpha male as in I am a dominant man. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and he was, said. I haven't been in like a singles bar in a minute. So was this like a. Singles like, bar? Was like cold. <laughs> I don't know where you were. You're single. You're in a bar. I don't know. <laughs> That's something they're single. There were people that I was actually there with people who were in a relationship, so it wasn't a single bar. Right, but the bar itself wasn't for single. Well, two singles interacted together, so I just called it a singles bar. Okay, that's how you can tell you ain't been in there in a while. You're just like, that's how they work, right? If there's single people in there, it's a singles bar. There's only couples in there, it's a couples bar. (laughs) You tried it. Anywho, y'all was in the bar. Was this Mm -hmm. potentially code word for something? Like, hey, I just want to exchange numbers to get to Boom Boom Town? That's what I'm trying to ask. Like, is saying Uh, alpha male, like some secret signal? Like, let's get out of here? I feel like you still think there's some sort of secret singles language. No, I didn't say single. I said signal, signal. Right, but a signal that only single people would know? No, I didn't say single signal. That's not what I said. I said secret signal. Not secret single signal. If it was a secret, it's a secret to me, too, because I was just like, (laughs) okay. Like, I I kept saying, um... Oh, that's unfortunate because I like a man that's not afraid to be vulnerable. And he was like, nah, I don't do that weak stuff. I'm not weak. I'm an alpha man. And I was like, well, I didn't say anything about weakness. (laughs) I said vulnerability. Like, I would appreciate if the person that I'm with can be vulnerable with me. I'm not saying you got to show your, your, let your guard down for everybody. But if I'm with you, blah, blah, blah. He's like, nope, nope. Nope, I don't do that. That's beta man oh, stuff. Like, literally was like beta versus alpha. And I'm just like, that's real interesting. Really interesting. Uh, I would say real archaic, but. <laughs> it's archaic, but it, it also just made me, again, like, I associate um, the Greek alphabet with you know, sororities and fraternities. But I just said, let me look up the Greek alphabet. And the thing that's just so fun to me is that it's like any other alphabet. Like there are the capital letter versions and the lowercase letter versions. And um, um, they don't look alike, though. But the point is, is like you're saying this alpha male concept, but it doesn't seem like that's as the Greeks intended it. I don't know who created the notion of alpha male versus beta male, but even that, is it so terrible to be a beta if there are 22 other letters in the Greek alphabet? And are you a lowercase alpha or 
an uppercase alpha because when we played the shooting game, you didn't have no problems with taking my quarter for you to play. Mm. So, mm. well, maybe he thought he was domineering over you. I'm just gonna take her chain. Um, seems fail. pretty weak to me to not have your own Ooh. quarters, but especially in a game. But I was right, but <laughs> I wasn't gonna judge you till you kept shoving it down my throat that you were an alpha man, and I was just like, all right, well, not particularly interested. So, um, and 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 then proceeded to tell me. He's an alpha male in part because women don't like weak men and women mm. like alpha men. And I'm like, that's so interesting that you're talking to a woman and didn't Telling consult her, her in your right. survey. Right. <laughs> right. Jeez Louise, you have some interesting times out there at Ridgemont High. Mm-hmm. Old mm-hmm. movie reference. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> so did he, like, harass you, or did y'all hang out? Like, what happened? Because you said he was talking to you the whole night. You didn't try to, like... Well, not the whole night. It was just more than one occasion. Like, we played the... Well, first, he said he wanted to play a shooting game specifically. And I'm not good at any of the games. So I was like, sure, it doesn't matter to me because I'm not going to be good at them. But then he didn't explain to me till we were already in the game and I was and I lost that I have to reload the gun before I do another shot. So I lost about three seconds in. And I was like, I, but when we were walking over, I said, you know, I'm not really... I don't really play video games. I don't have much hand-eye coordination. And he didn't think in all of his opportunity to be an alpha male, let me show her how it's done. It never occurred to him to explain the game to me. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So I politely waited for him to finish his round, and then I left and went back to the people I was with, and then he came back again and started talking to me about being an alpha male and blah, blah, again, mm-hmm. and then asked me for my number. And then I was like, okay, but what's your name? And do you care to know my name? <laughs> and then we talked about that, and then I was like, no, thank you. I would not like to give you my number. Good job. That sounds funny. Very interesting. I might have entertained it for a little while, but after a while, I'd be like, all right, you can go away now. I took his number for my own enjoyment, <laughs> maybe to give him hope. But I have, no in- <laughs> I have no intention of calling. Yuck. All right. I don't really have anything on my plate. I just wanted to say that the best way to sleep is on your back. You can avoid crushing your organs and saggy boobs. If you don't sleep on your stomach, you can avoid those things. And you probably won't wake up that way anyway. So even if it's uncomfortable to try, like, you can at least try to sleep on your back. You might not wake up that way, but it's much better for your body. How do you avoid saggy boobs on your back? So when you're on your stomach, you're pressing your chest down usually because even if you, like, push your chest up and then go down, you're still pressing the skin. So you're stretching the skin of your chest. At least that's what I was told. So if you do that on your back, then, I mean, if you have perky boobs, I guess they'll just kind of fall into your your neck or your stomach. And if you have saggy boobs, they'll fall into your armpit. Yeah. That's why I'm like, that's where they sag the most is my piggy. Yeah, but, but just... if you sleep on your stomach, you make that progression come faster. I mean, we're all going to have saggy boobs eventually, but if you sleep on your stomach, it helps them along, so... That's right, man. You too. Saggy yep. boobs NWT. comes for all of us. Mm-hmm. What's what's that? NWT. New that? weight. No M. Trainer. M-W-T's. M-W-T's. Man weighted titties. Man Man with titties. I'm surprised you don't know. He made a song. This seems like this is something you would crack up at or sing all the time. He's like, man, with in it. a man with in it. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I, I mean, I do like stand-up comedy. I watched some recently, but yeah. I don't always 
remember every joke. <laughs> I don't know I which know. comedian you're talking about either. I don't know his name either. It was an older one. Man with T Tata's joke. Man with boot. Okay, well, no, it's not going to come up all the way. Yeah, now right. you're just going to end up with some NSFW stuff. Um, also, I had one more topic to say, which I got primarily from watching the challenge this week. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to let people know that betrayal is not someone making different choices than you or disagreeing with you. That's not how betrayal works. So if your friend, if you want to go to the skate park, saying this for the young people, and your friend wants to go to the movies and all of your, your best friend wants to go to the movies and all of your friends or the class is taking a, a vote and you feel like they, your best friend should say skate park because that's where you want to go, it's not a betrayal for them to say the movies. It's a choice. And life will go on. And in the case of Nani on the challenge, Leeward was not betraying you by choosing a different girl than who you decided to vote in because the reality was Leroy chose to volunteer to be in the tribunal on a girl's day, which means he cannot get in the tribunal on a guy's day, which means he is automatically in danger on a guy's day. And all of the guys let him do it. They was like, yeah, feel free. You can be in the tribunal because they know they want to be in the tribunal on a day when they could go home, which is a guy's day. So I'm like, Leroy's already in a vulnerable state and you are good right now because it's a girl's day and you're in the tribunal too, which means you ain't going home today and you ain't going home next week because next week is a guy's day. And the week after that, Leroy could end up in the tribunal again and you could be good again. But we we'll see about that. The point is you are in the best possible position currently and he's in a more vulnerable position and you acting like he should only have your best interest at heart and do exactly what you want him to do because you think it's best for you doesn't make sense to call it betrayal. Okay. So I do have a question. Mm -hmm. Do you have an underappreciated awards recipient for today? Yep. Who's receiving your award drum roll? My underappreciated award is going to the television program that has um, already concluded. It had its final season earlier this year, its final fourth season, and that is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which is available for full streaming on Netflix for those of you who haven't watched it before. Hmm. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is a fun hilarious comedy musical. <laughs> How you gonna laugh through my underappreciated awards? I'm, I apologize, but our underappreciated awards are the same thing today. <laughs> it's creepy. For real? Not the exact same show, but the same topic. Yes, yeah, so it's a little creepy for me. I'm comedy musicals. I'm gonna mute myself. It's comedy musicals. That's crazy. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is a comedy musical that um, the star of the show is also the creator of the show. I believe her name is Rachel Bloom, but her name on the show is Rebecca Bunch. I don't know. Anyways. And it discusses all kinds of topics of mental health and identity and relationships and feminism and workplace environments and dealing with dynamics within, like, girlfriend groups and guy friend groups and um, sexual identity, all kinds of stuff. And it does it through song. 
every single episode has a bunch of songs in it. Every single season, they have a new theme song. For those people who like musicals, I just feel like, and not just like musical theater musicals, because even though I like musical theater, like nobody needs show tunes every single time. Like they always do a various genre of music. So, and it's just funny. It's just funny. It's just a good show to just kind of binge through and have giggles, and you will get through them a lot faster than you even realize. So I've just been in a state where I'm like, man, I don't know what to watch on Netflix. And I watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and it passes the time beautifully. Nice. It's funny. Whenever I see that thumbnail for the show, I immediately pass it because I think for some reason just in my head, just word association, that is associated with my super hero ex-girlfriend or my super what was it called that movie yeah that Uma Thurman movie my super right my super ex-girlfriend and so I just always pass it by I'm like that show's probably gonna be stupid and I don't know it's gonna be like just weird or about something I don't care about so for you to give it such a rave review means I should probably look into it yeah that was actually a really smart show okay smart eh (laughs) yeah clever I'm going to adjust my underappreciated award a little bit for today. My underappreciated award. No, I'm very curious now. (laughs) It's going to complete it slash finalized older shows. And I guess I'll add movies to that that have really good replay value. And by replay value, I mean something that I could put on in the background. I don't get bored or something that I want to be in the background. And then three or four episodes in, I'm like, oh, dang, I'm not multitasking. I'm focusing on the show. Like I can really, Mm -hmm. really, really appreciate those shows. I've watched, rewatched an entire season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I've rewatched Digimon. I've rewatched, I forgot. I was more of a Yu-Gi-Oh girl myself. I mean, I oh Yu-Gi-Oh! I rewatched Yu-Gi-Oh! too. <laughs> I didn't watch the movie yet, but I've rewatched a lot of shows, and right now I'm in the middle of rewatching Charmed, which is like my all-time favorite show ever. And I can just really appreciate good content because there are some shows that I watch and I'm like, I just wasted two seasons of my life, and there's some shows that I watch and I'm like, okay, that was good, but I don't want to see it again. So I can just really appreciate older shows or completed shows, especially when the full seasons are on Netflix, and I can just let them ride. I can appreciate that. Time is on Netflix? Yes. It's been on Netflix for years. And not the new Time? Like the original? No, that, the new Charm is on Netflix, too. Yeah, I've seen that one. That's why I was like, (laughs) that's why I think I just assumed it was the new one, because I've seen that one on there. I didn't know the original was on there. Also in the sidebar, I know that, again, you like to watch shows when they're available in full, so um, that's how you tend to watch your Grey's Anatomy. However, since you're only literally one episode behind, I thought I should tell you that in next week's episode, they will be two characters from Charmed in it. Because they're doing this, um, well, not characters, two actors. They're doing this thing on ABC where they're, like, bringing back people from old shows that folks used to love on an episode of a different show. And they're doing um, Holly Marie Jones and Alyssa Milano from Charmed on Grey's Anatomy. I don't get it. I don't think there's anybody on Grey's Anatomy that used to be in Charmed, but maybe there is, and I just forgot. It would be cool if they somehow made the episode about, like, some kind of magical element. I like it when shows do that, when they cross over and bring other characters in, even as different characters, but still, like, have some, like, nod to what they played beforehand. Fun fact, Holly Marie Jones was the oh, sorry, Holly Marie Combs was the only person to be in every single episode of Charmed. Only character. Yeah. I called her Jones. I messed that up. But it's still weird to me for them to be on um, Grey's Anatomy because I'm like, you have to have the power of three. And y'all ain't got a third sister. So how this supposed to work? Um, not always. You did it? Sometimes it just takes the power of one. Sometimes it's the power of two is enough. I just thought so, it was the power of two. 
<laughs> I'm like, y'all either need Rose McGowan or y'all need Shannon Doherty. But I just, I like the idea that there was three sisters. That's what I know Charm to be. You are the sun and the air, or I am the sun and the air. I'm human and I need I to be loved. Human and I need to be loved. Do they have the same theme song on the new, on the new one? No, they don't. Oh, well, then I and really again, don't want to watch. Uh, the new one is trash. I tr- I couldn't even use it as background fodder. That's how bad it was. I gave it three episodes, and every time I was like, I don't even want you on in the background. I was like, I'm working. So. The CW just it's not interested in keeping like a classic concept. They're just very focused on keeping their teen superhero aesthetic. It's like mm. either they do teen shows. Or they do superhero shows. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they cross them over. And then so they were like, for Charm, they were like, the superhero people aren't really going to feel this, so we got to make it teen-like. I'm assuming. Again, I haven't watched it. Uh, you didn't miss anything. <laughs> okay. You didn't miss anything. And I really wanted to like it. Again, it, I, I'm not. if there's a reboot, I might be skeptical. But for this, I'm like, I love Charmed. I'm already in the middle of rewatching it. Yeah, let me see what this is about. And it was straight garbage, you guys. Um, I'm probably going to finish it out just to say I finished it and gave the whole season a try. But I won't like it. Um, I will say the CW has this show called All American that I think is really bomb, a good storyline, and I felt like it was a struggle for them to finally say, "Oh yeah, we're coming back season two next week." And I'm just like, "This is a no." They have been renewed it. Yeah, but not like as quickly as other shows have been renewed. It was like a struggle type of renew, and I just didn't I heard it was that. renewed like as soon as it was done it has a shorter uh life like it has a shorter not life um episode count so i don't know if this new season has like an extended episode but i remember when it was on a lot of people were talking about it but i think it only had like 13 episodes when when the first season came out and then they're like all right new season is gonna be coming and then everybody was like yay but i never watched it I was still, I was actually waiting for it to go off so that Jane the Virgin could come back. <laughs> but that was bad on my part. Sorry, guys. I didn't know it was good. This might have to be cut out. I'm looking for when they actually did renew it. I'm sure it's out there. I just Maybe it was just me. I didn't see it right away. I'm not saying I just learned about it. But as far as some of these other shows are renewed in season, and that's just not what happened. I don't yes. Believe. I don't think it was like that. No. Oh, yeah. So that's delayed to me. If I'm like watching something, I'm like, this is good. Y'all haven't decided y'all want to pick this up again, but y'all going to do these other show things, all right, which are just reboots of comics. No. Okay, I know this is unappreciated awards, but I kind of want to segue. How do you feel about all these reboots? Do you feel like I've had enough? Do you feel like, okay, I'm familiar with these characters. That's cool. Do you feel like where's the original content? Do you feel a mix? How do you feel, Mandy? I feel like I don't watch enough of it to have a strong opinion. What? But you talk about watching TV all the time. Yeah, but I don't watch a lot of um of new not not new. What's it called? Rebooted stuff. The series was renewed in April. Okay. When and the last episode went off in March. Not terrible, but not in season. Yeah. Yeah, like, um, I'm trying to think of how many rebooted shows I watch. Besides, like, I watched Girl Meets World when it came out. That's all I can think of. One day at a time, we talked about that one. Oh, yeah, but I didn't watch the original, so I didn't have strong feelings about it. Gotcha. About, like, oh, my God. Arrested Development. Well, it's kind of like a that's, reboot. Uh, I mean, the new one was bad. I just, if I would say it more like, we're coming back for that other season. And then, but everybody's not available to shoot scenes together. It was just really weird. It was just weird. It was partly weird because they were acting like no time had passed, like it hadn't been like 10 years. And I was like, this doesn't make sense. You all are so old now. You can't act like it was the day before. Um. 
like I know that's part of the stick of Arrested Development, but I'm just like, nah, it don't work like this. It doesn't work. And now Jason Bateman's a drama actor, so it's really just like a completely different thing. I'm looking through a reboot list. Uh, there are a couple of things that I've looked at, but like I haven't. Like I watched the original, but not the reboot. So the X Files, I watched a couple of the originals. Twilight Zone, a couple of the originals. Will and Grace, I did watch, not religiously, but enough. Um, Gilmore Girls, technically, that was that was kind of like a mini series reboot, but yeah, sure. I and did watch Mars. Gilmore Girls. Is one of those shows that I do want to watch. Like, I would watch it in pieces. It would always be going off whenever I came home. But I want to watch the original and watch the present one. So, yeah. I'm not really big on Of those that you said, the only ones that I watched for real was uh, Gilmore Girls. And One Day at a Time. But not the original, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's all I have for my unappreciated awards. Would you like telling people where they can find us? You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MNO Podcast. You can also send us your letters, questions, comments, concerns um, at our email, which is mandyandolly at gmail.com. Please be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Stay, so you know, when we drop a new episode, you can rate these bad boys mm-hmm. or girls. These bad episodes, they're not gendered. <laughs> you can rate these non-gender neutral. No, you can rate these gender neutral <laughs> episodes online. Thank you. Gender all neutral non-binary episodes. <laughs> Oof, that's a tongueful. Mouthful, tongue twisting mouthful. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Your body Bye. made for freaking. Bye. Now you take advantage of it every weekend. Every weekend. I heard some things. I heard some things. But I can't complain. Cause I stepped to you and I asked your name. Yeah, I came with game. Tell me your name. She said, Roxanne. Then you look so familiar. Yeah, you look so familiar. Don't I know you from back when? Yeah, way, way back when.